Thank you for listening to Right Jokes, Wrong Times. Today, I was joined by Larry Garza. You can follow Larry on Instagram at Larry Garza Comedy. You can follow him on Facebook at Comedia Agogo, where you can catch his public access live streams. You can also go to Comedia Agogo's YouTube page, where you can find their sketches, along with his special, Big Mama God and the Hazel-Eyed Monster. We started the podcast talking about how Larry was just named one of the most influential people in San Antonio. Dude, I wanted to congratulate you on the influential people in San Antonio, man. That's awesome. Thank you. I'd like to personally thank Cancer for that. I think that <laughs> without having Cancer, I don't know if I would have made that list because there are some pretty big names on that list. But you know what? That's why they call it the big C, not the little C. <laughs> Well, in that case, so, was it worth it? Not at all. <laughs> I'd rather be healthy and list lists. <laughs> but uh, all kidding aside, I was really flattered to be on that list. When I got the call from Erica from KSAT, she was really sweet. She did an interview with me. So there should be an interview coming out pretty soon nice. to go along with the 25 most influential Hispanics in San Antonio. And, you know, she was saying we, we wanted to showcase, you know, more local people, more people that don't get as you know much press because you can only see the same faces you know right. uh, so often and i'm like oh yeah cool so i was thinking i was just going to be on <laughs> with a whole bunch of other local you know maybe some coffee shop owners you know other right a music musician or two or who else do you want to belittle no they don't i know i'm enough. joking i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> but no i actually I'm, if if anything just my peer group like the level yeah. of popularity that i have or a little greater but I would, that list had Ginobili, the the Jesus. Castro family, friggin' Johnny Hernandez, who owns La Gloria, the people who own Mi Tierra and uh, Pico de Gallo. And I'm just like, I am, I'm literally not worthy to be <laughs> on this list of people. But I guess influential is a, a pretty subjective term, so I'll take it. I think it is very fitting, and I think one of oh, the reasons you. being is, I'll, I'll tell you a story when I think Joey Smith's first ever paid gig was actually... Yeah, it was with me. Yeah, he and I kind of started right at the same time. So at the time, yeah. we were starting to get kind of serious about jokes, right? And wondering right. how in the world we make this work. And yeah. I remember I had all these questions, and he did that show with you. And yeah. came away from it so outrageously <laughs> gung ho towards comedy that I like it. It couldn't help but rub off on me, and that influence That's that awesome. you had on him also rubbed off on me. So I think it's more than fitting, man. Thank you, thank you. No, I, I remember the show very well. You know, it's jokesters. Twenty two was where it was at. You know, I don't, I don't consider it talking shit if it's the truth. Yeah, I don't know if it's changed or not. It wasn't ran well as far as the comedy side goes. The club sides ran really well, but they just had quasi opening for me or featuring, I should say, is what, what it said. Yeah. And I was assume, assuming that there was going to be an opener and there wasn't. And I asked quasi how much time he had. He said he had about 10 minutes. And I'm like, am I supposed to do 80 minutes of comedy? <laughs> right. I can, but I, I wasn't getting paid enough to do 80 minutes of comedy and okay, you know? Yeah. So then Joey was there and I asked him if he wanted to do a spot. And if I'm not mistaken, and this I could be wrong, you know, so if the jo owners of Jokesters want to cor correct me, please, please do. But I think I paid him that $20 because I don't think they were going to pay him at all. <laughs> you know, he opened up and I just like, have you hosted before? Da, da, da. I was like, okay, you know, let, let, let's do it. And, you know, he did good and Quasi did good. And 
I did good. It was a good show. And uh, the next day, uh, uh, I think it was the same the same group of comics. And it was all just because Joey had showed up. I believe I talked to the owner and I was just like, you need to book an opener. <laughs> right, right. And I saw a post Joey had apparently framed the $20 that he had gotten and, you know, the picture of me, him and Quasi. And I was like, oh, that's adorable. And I, I, I was telling my wife that uh, I was like, I think I gave him that 20 from me, me selling a shirt. Because yeah. I, I definitely didn't get paid that night. Jesus. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So you got to have merch if you want to have money to pay your openers. I mean, that you were just spitting influence up there, Larry. We appreciate you. You got paid in appreciation. For all oh, the fuck it. I'll take it. <laughs> well, you know what I just realized? I bet you... Joey Smith has like a closet full of so many framed first checks and $20 bills of so many jobs he started and quit. And so many things. He has like 40 of them. He's got a mini fortune hanging in there. All the So, so I, I assume comedy is the longest running thing he's done. Yeah. Yeah. Including him. So no, I'm excited to talk to you today, man. So I asked you to think about a joke of yours that you have that worked on stage. What do you have for me? Oh, I forgot you asked me about that. <laughs> yeah. There let me bring up my 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 notes then uh yeah, real quick because think things have changed so much in the dynamic of uh of, of the world. Yeah. That there's jokes that just don't really matter yeah. anymore. There is jokes that, that I had ready to go that I'm just like, you know what? I'm not ever doing this again. <laughs> and I, and going through my notes, man, these are just a lot of copy and paste Trump supporter responses that <laughs> I use when I get into arguments online. Can I ask you, because I'm somebody that if I have something that I think is a witty line, I'll write that down. Do you mm -hmm, do the same thing mm -hmm. if you have like a witty Absolutely. line in a comeback? Okay. Yeah. If, I, if I'm in an argument, one of the things that someone has told me in regards to trump calling um dead soldiers losers and suckers is that they wanted there's like that's hearsay i want evidence and i said so do atheists right and that got a like a big reaction the guy just stopped responding to me dude you know what i think is funny is like the whole thing was somebody came forward and said he called them losers right mm -hmm. well he also called john mccain a loser like we know for a fact yeah, yeah. that he did like so yeah on, he has done that Exactly. So yeah, that argument, I'm like, people are doing that. I'm like, okay, well, he did that like literally years before. So what are we, why is it a big deal now? You know, why wasn't it a it's big weird. deal so long ago? So I'm sorry to... No, it's okay. Uh, no, so here's one that I've been working on, I think, since I started comedy. And I'm glad there's two things I do. I'll put on my new material notes, funny ideas or premises that I'll have like in the shower or in that weird in-between uh, dream state and awake, yeah. you know, I'll make, I'll make sure to grab my uh, phone and, and add it. And this one I've been trying to do since I started comedy. And, and that is, and I don't know if it works now because of the pandemic, but all you pay for with the buffet is admission to a food theme park. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is so true. <laughs> wow. So I've been trying to to play around with the fact that there's people that have season passes. <laughs> there's, you know, people justifying that, like, you know, if you go enough, it ends up being cheaper. So, yeah. You know, uh, the, season the ticket holders. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the quality of the food. <laughs> but it's like it's the only restaurant environment where you can go and put a whole plate of food in front of you. Take one bite and go like, nah, and then throw a <laughs> 
throw it all away and go get more. Yeah, that was a mistake. And, and, and it's totally fine. And I think it's cool. You know, it's where my, my kids experiment with food, where my kids <laughs> eat crawdads and where they tried shrimp and octopus and sushi, end up liking it. So then when we go to those restaurants where it's like, don't you, you better eat the fuck out of what's in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we paid $13 for that. I can just pay $15 and like, you don't like it? Ah, it's good. Go get pizza. I'm trying to think of like the different, you know, like a theme park will have like six different zones, you know? Like yeah, what would be the different zones of the buffet that would be depressing? It's the international buffets, right? Like you have the people that actually wait in line to get a steak. Oh. And and it's just like, I've done it before. And it's like, <laughs> the steak wasn't really worth the wait. There's people that do the the stir fry, you know, where like you get them all the, all, all the vegetables you want and they make a stir fry, like a Mongolian grill. And I'm like, they have this shit already made behind you, bro. <laughs> then you have this section, if it's like, a, like an Asian buffet, you have the section for the bratty kids and the and the close-minded dads that just have like brisket, sausage, pizza, baked potatoes, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you have uh, I'm am t- actually talking about Lens. If anyone has ever been to Lens specifically, then in the center, like the the friggin' the main event is the sushi that's in the round. And you have the beginner rolls, and then it goes all the way to the nigiri sushi, straight up raw fish. And then it's capped off by the uh, crab legs and the shrimp, which you need a ticket for to get crab legs. And you're only allowed one trip for crab legs because there has apparently been literal fights over over crab legs. Yeah, it's like Black Friday when they whip out the crabs; people go crazy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they, they they apparently they go nuts. So they're like. Do you plan on having crab legs today, sir? And, you know, I don't want to work that hard for my food. You know, I'm like, it's already been hunt, like fished and caught and killed and cooked. Why not just take the meat out for me? Why, why leave that extra step? I'm good. But there's people apparently they I see them with this obnoxious because they're king crabs are huge. So it's this regular fucking coffee saucer plate with like this obnoxious amount of Cthulhu looking crab legs. And I'm like, you're you're gonna down all of those, aren't you, Bertha? Perfect, perfect buffet name, Jesus. All right, I do want to move this along because I want to get you off in time. Oh, Jesus, oh, that sounded terrible. That sounds so hot. <laughs> all right, which podcast <laughs> like, am I doing now? Yeah, exactly. Like you work at a massage parlor. <laughs> yeah, which job am I at? You paid for thirty minutes, buddy. <laughs> I'm excited to hear a joke of yours that didn't work on stage that you liked. Oh, I love this one, and and what great timing. <laughs> we we are sitting here. What's today? September sixteenth. Yeah. I believe. So this is a joke of mine. It's one of my favorite jokes that never works. I was raised Catholic, so I understand what Catholic guilt is. And right. being a, a cancer survivor, I also understand survivor's remorse, right? Yeah. And now with everything going on in, in, in the world, I'm seeing a lot of white guilt. You know, there's white guilt, there's Catholic guilt and survivor's remorse. So it makes me wonder what type of panic attacks must those irish catholics that survived 9 11 go through oh jesus <laughs> that's a crippling just crippling rest of your life <laughs> yeah it's always met with a yeah that's a really good point <laughs> it's not <laughs> met with laughter and sometimes i 
if a joke doesn't work, I'll pick on someone in the audience to explain the joke to them. But that's just a, a maneuver to get a cheap laugh. But I'll say, because an Irish Catholic who survived 9-11 would have white guilt, Catholic guilt, and survivor's remorse. It's, it's kind of what I... I just said, all right, I won't, I won't say that again. And so then I just move on. But like, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's worked once. So how many times have you done it, if you don't mind me asking? It would be at a place that I would feel comfortable doing it. Uh, but I, yeah. I think I've, I've done it. Because I, I wrote that years ago. Yeah. I'd say 20 times, like not, not very many times. I'll tell you the reason I ask is because it sounds like you've done it at a point at least where you're like okay this probably doesn't work so would you throw in a joke that that you know kind of doesn't work in a certain situation yeah there's a crowd who's kind of funky i would do that joke on september 11th okay because it's it's poignant and i would probably open with it right and then dig myself out of the hole you know (laughs) like kind of kind of because i'm sure i would be surrounded by a bunch of hacky 9-11 jokes (laughs) or very clever ones, right? Right. I would uh, do that joke, you know, if I'm following someone who's very punchy and, and edgy or, you know, mm. if I thought that the crowd wanted some sort of like fucked up material, you know, I would uh, I would probably do that there. Or if it just gets brought up naturally, like if someone brings up, like if I do a joke about being Catholic or if I do a joke about having survivor's remorse, that's usually the time where I end up sneaking it in between just to be a, you know, just to, because I like like it so much but also yeah. as like as a transition like i'm like okay i'm i'm, I'm talking about being catholic let me talk or i'm talking about cancer let me go into being catholic because I, I i have a, a tag that's like once you get diagnosed with cancer you start uh burning candles quicker than when the spurs are in the playoffs <laughs> and i was like i found catholicism quick because there's nothing worse than catholic guilt and survivor's remorse can you imagine if i was white and then i then i go into that yeah see you could tell you could tell i'm already white for the joke <laughs> but if i if i forget to do that candles joke i, I usually don't do it uh, just because it kind of like messes up the rhythm of it yeah it's just you know you, you get into a, a certain cadence and 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 jokes kind of tags go with this joke and blah 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 and if you kind of fuck with it it, it, it messes up your rhythm and so if i remember to do the candle line i'll probably end up starting the 9-11 joke nice. just uh, almost subconsciously and be like ah, well i'm already halfway in the pool might as well dive in i've had jokes where i've missed like a line and it totally messes up like the yeah rest. yeah you're, so, so you're just like so well or like you'll accidentally say a line and you're like okay well now i gotta run with this line exactly i i've, I've done jokes where i've messed up a word yeah and it made the the joke just not funny <laughs> yeah just like a simple every different. human being has stuttered you know or just mispronounced like i think there was one where i, w- I was talking about urine and i i said p.s like that <laughs> Yeah. I just said it weird. Like you were pissed off. I, I w- uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I think it was the word piss and pee <laughs> got mixed in my brain and I said piss. And then I went piss and I got a little laugh and that uh, it just threw everything off. I was like, ah, okay. I finished the joke, but it didn't get uh, as big of a laugh as if I just <laughs> hit it straight forward. Just like the, uh, oh my God, I forgot the, the, the name again. It's like, I don't believe in God. Uh, atheist. Just like atheist, the, yeah. the atheist joke, just because I forgot the You're like cowards. Term. Sorry, cowards yeah, is one of it. Yeah, I meant cowards, yeah. I'll keep it brief because we're just at the limit, but I also asked you to think about a joke that you're writing now. So I like asking people this because that could range back to like basically when stage time was a thing or it could be like kind mm-hmm. of what's on your mind now. But what are you writing now? I am not writing anything. <laughs> yeah. I am in this giant funk 
<laughs> that our entire world is surrounded by darkness right now. Like right. there is nothing funny going on. And if you say something funny, it ends up becoming a tweet, Right. you know, and, and it's usually in response to some terrible crap the president did. I just want to go back to not giving a shit about politics again, yep. you know, like, because it's, it's so bad. Like, like religious people read your revelations, man. The seas are boiling. The, the, skies is is turning blood red you know like this shit's happening you know the mass exodus and it's happening now it's currently you have riots you have murders you have sex trafficking hurricanes forest fires and a fucking plague on the earth and i'm just waiting for locusts like when they when they talked about those murder hornets i'm like yeah. this is biblical shit happening man and we're just cool with it like evangelicals aren't saying we told you you know like no yeah. they're just ignoring it it's crazy to me so if anything it's that <laughs> i'm a recent atheist and my thing is like man like all right if i make it through this like apocalypse level thing i hope people at least take it serious because a lot of people are like i don't think he's atheist <laughs> I'm like, oh, i guess if i make it through uh, a parent apocalypse hopefully oh, people so will believe you went me. from mormonism to atheism yeah i stopped oh, briefly at non-denominational christianity along the way but you you didn't stop at agnostic you just skipped agnostic it like kind of like briefly you know like bled through agnostic to atheism like wow man wow oh yeah again good for you like whatever i i'm, I'm a believer in the all-forgiving god and and like I'm, I'm a firm believer in the i don't know theory yeah. and i and i and Same. i think yeah and so i don't i don't think the the god that i pray to and talk to is really going to get mad if you know, we rooted for the wrong team or we wore right. the wrong jersey. And I think you'll welcome me with open arms and be like, you're kind of fucked up on certain things, but, you know, uh, I got you, man. We're good. And I'm like, oh, you're good. You, you're <laughs> lucky you were one of the 25 influential ones. Yeah, right. You're lucky. Yeah, may maybe that 25 list is part of the... 140,000 that the Jehovah's <laughs> yeah. talk about. Like, 144,000. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, man. Maybe made it. that's, I made it. Shit, that sucks for my wife and kids. I'd I'm like pretty sure Larry you. was one of the tribes, actually, now that I think about it. That was... <laughs> well, dude, I can't thank you enough for being on with me today, man. I appreciate your time. Yeah, man. It was, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me.